Hey, I'm Caressa. And, and we're, we're not Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> You're not watching the Disney Channel right now. You're listening to Dreadfully Twisted. As you heard in the intro, Maddie is not here right now. Um, she is sick, so I have my sisters with me today, um, and we're going to be telling you like spooky stories. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> not the typical, uh, you know, true crime this this you know this time, but yeah, and it's different because Maddie's not here, which is sad, but it's still going to be fun. Yeah. So we're going to get into spooky season, and we're going to talk about you know our own personal stories and we're going to read some spooky stories so what are we starting with first (laughs) (laughs) you you can start if you want or Um, you can start if you want let's see i can start with uh a haunted house that i worked at um funny enough that it was actually a haunted house attraction but it was also haunted like it was built on a i believe it was a uh, burial ground at some point but uh yeah okay but yeah there was there's been many things that happened there even when people were walking through during regular season um on off season all different kinds of stuff um, people even talked about seeing a small child, whether or not it was a little girl or a little boy, like Victorian boy, who which knows. I talked about last time that I saw. <laughs> oh, you told them about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I did. Maybe. Well, no. Well, if I didn't, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was actually a time when uh, Carissa was very small. We well, not very small. She was what? 13 14 uh, i think i was 12 12 12 or 11 okay but there was a time when um you know she was coming up and we were you know auditioning and whatnot and she saw this small child like i said it's either a victorian boy where they wore like nightgowns and they had their hair down or it was a little girl people still don't know what whether or not what gender it is but um definitely victorian era and she saw this child in the top window which would have been like their attic of the uh haunted house attraction which is not part of the attraction it's It's not storage yeah it's (laughs) just for storage um nothing is ever really up i mean obviously a storage is up there but nothing goes on nobody goes up there except for the owners yeah they just had like costumes and stuff up there so there's like no reason for them to go up there or anybody to go up there so there's no way that anybody could have been up there yeah especially a small child like why would you leave a small child up there but yeah she uh she saw this child in the window and was like hey who's up there and everyone's like what are you talking about who's up there and she's like there's a kid up there and they're like there shouldn't be one um (laughs) but there's been many people who've seen that I've actually had experiences where I believe it was the same child um, when I was acting um, in the one room one night. 
I had to do like a jump scare. So like I was in what like they would call like the baby doll room. Like it was like super creepy. There was all a bunch of baby dolls. There was a, a crib in there. You know, the, the typical creepy like, you know, ambiance with like crying children, but it was all demonic. Everyone hated going in there because they always said it was like a creepy feeling, which yeah, first, you know, first time you go in there. <laughs> first time going in there of the season, it always was like a little like, hmm, this ain't right. But after, you know, first couple of nights, you kind of get used to it. And then after a while, I was like, okay, hi, you know, whatever was in there. Hey, it's me again. Um, <laughs> Yo, what's up? Just me. Yeah, there'd be nights where I literally would sit there and be like, so uh, you ready to scare some people? Um, but there was one night in particular, it was super... I would say it was super active just in general because there was a lot of customers, a lot of people walking through, like a really high energy, and I think that's what it was feeding off of. But I was ready, you know, I was crouched down, ready to do my jump scare, and I feel this kind of like tug in my hair. And at the time, I had teased pigtails. I look over, there's nothing behind me. It's just me in there. No one else should be in there. Um, so yeah it freaked me out a little bit and I kind of had my back to like what was like an empty closet but that's where like the ambiance noise was like I'd have to every so often go in there and you know adjust the music because it would stop every so often so I got used to sitting there like because sometimes it would go off the track ran out and I yeah. it. <laughs> they forgot to put it on repeat um so like I'd have to restart it so I got used to sitting by this like empty closet because of having to reset the track every so often and I'm like, there shouldn't be anything in here. What is touching me? And like, you literally like kind of like, you know, somebody playing around with you. Like they literally pulled on my hair, like my pigtail. And it freaked me out. So from that point on, I was like, yeah, um, can you not do that, please? <laughs> I'm trying to work, <laughs> you know, and try to pass it off as like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not scared. <laughs> but inside I'm screaming internally. Society <laughs> filled. Yeah. Needless to say, the rest of that night, I changed my position and I was against a wall. <laughs> Something similar happened to me, too, at the same haunted house I worked at. The same one as my sister. And I was in a different um, position. It was at the bottom of the stairs and it was like a winding staircase. And I was out in the open and I had to essentially direct traffic. So... I'm standing there, and there's there's a group upstairs, but no one else is downstairs, and I'm just chilling. I'm looking up the stairs, waiting for my peeps to come down, and something else also pulled my hair, but there's no one around me, and it was, like, hard. It wasn't no playful pull, either. It was hard. Like, they yanked my hair. And I like, turned, they did it with feeling. <laughs> like, like, they were angry at me, and I didn't do anything wrong, um, and I turn around, and there's nobody there. And I was like, all right. So I backed up against the wall and waited for my group to come down. And then when they came down, they went by and I was like, just checking the hallway again, making sure there was no one else there. Like, maybe I got stuck on the wall, but I was like, I wasn't near the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, they weren't they weren't very friendly that night. Um, and then there was also another time where I saw somebody in blue jeans and a T-shirt and they were they walked by me and i was like wait oh, yeah i remember this yeah i don't know this one yeah i was like wait you can't go that way they were going right which isn't 
the way they were supposed to go. You're supposed to turn left and go up the stairs, to the whole upstairs bit, come back downstairs, then go that right. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy just walked right by me. And when you walked by, you had to make like a 90 degree turn to go down a hallway, which led you to the next section of the haunted house. And I tried to go and stop this guy. And when I turned the corner, he still should have been there because he wasn't walking fast. He wasn't running. And I go to turn the corner and he's not there. And I was like, where did he go? Mm-hmm. So I go down the hallway to the next room where my other sister was working. And I asked her, did you see somebody just come through here? He was wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was a white t-shirt and blue jeans. She's like, no, nobody came through here. I was like, you're kidding. Like, I d- b- clear as day, this was a person that walked by me. Nope. Wasn't real. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, was, it was real. It just was a spoopy ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> a lot of stuff like that happened there, though, because we have a feeling that since it is a haunted house attraction and there's always construction going on, Whatever is there is not normally very excited about all of the remodeling, if you will, you know. Or the fact that they turned it into an attraction. I don't think they're very thrilled about Yeah, because a lot of times... Sorry, my voice is really gross there. Uh, (laughs) A lot of times whenever, like, people are doing remodeling on a house or whatever, that's whenever the spirit energy like right like arises because they're like no we can't do this this is our place my home. <laughs> don't mess up my home kind of thing and then they, they kind of get a little upset about it so yeah. that's another reason too probably why like there's always so much activity going on um there's a couple other instances where things happen but like i was unaware of it because i was obviously like acting in front of groups but i've heard stories like after like the night was over and everything like that and I was talking to like the owners and the makeup artists and stuff like that they would mention how guests would come out going oh my god I didn't know you had a small child in that room and they'd be like what are you talking about and they're like yeah the baby room upstairs I didn't know you had a small child and they're like there's only one actress up there and she's an adult (laughs) like you know so I you know after a while I was you know I would walk into that room and I'm like all right you ready to do this you know because like obviously something was in there having fun with me too you know so but yeah well there was also that one time we decided to mess around before opening oh and we got the EVPs oh yeah I forgot about that I don't know about this I'm intrigued (laughs) you were still a youngin I'm sorry yeah I was like probably still like 11 or 12 you it was about like... the same time frame yeah <laughs> yeah but um we were with a group of uh, a couple other people uh, i think lloyd was there a couple of our other friends were there yeah. like we were you know somebody had gotten a recorder and was like hey this place is supposedly haunted let's see if we can get some evps obviously if you don't know what an evp is and it's electric voice phenomenon you know paranormal stuff but anyway it was I can't remember. I can't remember what it said though, but it was hard to get because we we did kind of sneak in there before we opened, and like they had the music and stuff. They had playing. the ambiance playing, yeah. But we knew the ambiance because mm-hmm. we worked there every day, yeah. So we knew what was supposed to be in the ambiance and what wasn't. Yeah. And I remember getting a scream on it. There was like a, a scream, and then part of my skit in that room was like talking about playing a game and like being like really like creepy and diabolical with the game and we were talking about playing hide and seek Mm -hmm. 
and oh, didn't it say something like i want to play or yeah something yeah it was um we were like hey let's play hide and seek and then in in the evp because like the ambiance of the music was just a, a demonic baby crying like yeah. over and over and over again and if you listen close enough to the recording, you actually heard it say something along the lines of "Let's play, let's play, let's like let's um, play or I want to play." Or yeah, something. something like that. But like, it was really cool because we we've never caught anything like that before. But it also freaked us all out because we're like, "Oh wait, <laughs> hold up." <laughs> And then you probably had to sit there all night and like, oh, my God. Yeah, because that was before all the other activity. Like, uh-huh. this was, like, when we first started working there. So Let's we... just say I'm glad I was downstairs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do remember that. Yeah, that was, um, that was a really like clear one. I like being up there just yeah. without anybody in there. Like, I wouldn't walk upstairs at all. I went up there one time, and I never went back up there. And we worked yeah. there for a good, like, six or seven years. Mm-hmm. I never once went back upstairs. <laughs> Upstairs have, definitely has a different feeling than the rest of the haunt, for sure. Like, it's... It, something had to have happened upstairs. That's mm-hmm. all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we tell them about the picture? What picture? The picture of you and our other sister. <gasps> oh, yeah. With the yeah. black mass. Oh, yeah. I did... we tried to recreate, and there's no way to recreate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot about that one, because I wasn't going to talk about it since it's a visual. I mean... If you're fine with it, I can post that for one of the pictures. Okay. I'm okay with it. You want to make sure she's okay with it. Are you okay with that? You can't okay. even see you in it because yeah. you got the black mask. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll post it on the socials whenever I post about this podcast. So, go check it out. I have it favorited so I can easily yeah. give it to me. Yeah. We have, um, you know, every season at the haunt, we would take pictures and, like, you know, kind of for, like, memory's sake and everything. And... I was using one of my digital cameras and we're sitting there taking pictures, goofing off, you know, posing and all this other stuff. And in one of the pictures, right before this picture that she, she'll post on social, um, social media later, she, um, my camera kind of went a little wonky. Like it started getting really pixelated, like kind of like almost like a TV static look to it. And I'm like, my camera should be fine. Like I just bought it. It's brand new. Um, you know, it's fully charged. Like what's going on? And I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. So we just delete. I don't know. I didn't delete them. I kept them. But we just continued taking pictures. And then there's one after, you know, when we go to take a picture. And it pops up and we're like, what the heck is that? Um, And it's going to be me in the picture with our younger sister, who is not currently on this podcast. (laughs) She is. She's in the room, but she's not talking. (laughs) And she's older than me. So I'm the youngest. And this is Carissa, by the way, because it might sound the same. Yeah, the other one's just kind of observing. But uh, (laughs) she is also in the picture. She's the one um, that, as I describe this, is the one covered in this mask. But in the picture, it has both of us just standing there. I think we're posing. And all around our younger sister in the picture is this black mask. Like, completely covered. Like, not completely, but like 75% of her is covered. You know, like a good bit of her. And at first, it looks like it's just, like, somebody's finger, like, in the lens. But whoever took the picture didn't, like, wasn't wearing gloves or anything because it's just a black mask. And so we tried to debunk it that night. We tried to see if it was, like, the camera cord because I did have a cord so I can, like, wrap it around my wrist and, like, walk around. We checked to see if it was somebody's finger. Like, we tried all these different tricks and everything like that to mimic and copy this picture. 
nothing we tried looked like this picture. There is nothing like I can't even just like I can't even figure out what it would have would have been. Because when we did it, trying to put somebody's finger in the way, you can clearly see like the pinkish red glow from the finger. Like yeah, or even if you were wearing gloves. You would see the fibers and like the different mm-hmm. kind of texture of a glove. Like this is not a glove. Like it looked like a black mist was covering her. Same with the cord too, because it would have had like a shiny effect or whatever. Yeah. Cord, it would have had fabric on it. Yeah, like that. When I took a picture using the like putting the cord in the way, you can see the little like the small loop. little detail, and like you can see the loop of the cord. Like we tried to debunk this, and we could not. Like it is the weirdest thing. I. I it, it was just weird. <laughs> she was saying she had to go to the bathroom and it's like blocked off upstairs because my dogs are up there. And I said, Ninja Warrior hit. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very interesting um, experience. And if you guys can explain it, let me know what your thoughts are on the picture once you see it. But uh, I can guarantee we've tried everything to figure out and debunk it. I can't. <laughs> that's just crazy yeah i've always like wanted to try to get like something on my polaroid camera because apparently like polaroid cameras are supposed to like capture things easier mm-hmm. so like every picture that i've taken with my polaroid camera like a couple of them i have over there on my because i have a polaroid camera wall like with pictures and a couple of them like have some weird thing on them i would have to show you what i mean by that but i don't know if it's just like the ink or not but it's really weird <laughs> Jackie left, so we can jump over for right now. Unless, do you want to say any stories? Do you want to say any stories? Not really? Okay. No, she just wants to observe. (laughs) So I'm going to read. We can take turns if you want, if you want to take turns reading like these. Um, It's okay. I can edit it out. Maybe. Um, I just found because like we're still waiting on some listeners to send us stories which please send us your stories in so we can read them on here so we can it'd be really fun to read I feel like but I found some stories from the travel channel that I was going to read and this one is titled it wasn't a little girl that's already like terrifying (laughs) so it wasn't a little girl I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. They were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area when we heard the noises from together. Decided to search the area where we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsites, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field, making noises. We all agreed. (laughs) This thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as soon as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. No. Uh, Slenderman no. much? No. No. You know what that is? That's a skinwalker. Yes. Oh. No. 
No. Those things terrify me. Yeah. Oh. No. Did I did I ever tell I know I said it on the podcast before, but did I ever tell you the time that I thought I heard something like that? Here. No. Here. So Oh my god, here? Here. Yeah. I was so so girl. I was it was one of the nights that we were coming I was coming home from grandma and pappy's. It was like a few months ago, it was maybe like in February or March. Okay. And it was dark. So like whenever I got home at eight o'clock or eight thirty, it was completely yeah. pitch black outside. Yeah. So I you know where my car is and yeah. to the house. So it's pretty long distance to walk from the my car to the house. Mm-hmm. And I was walking and I was like carrying like my work stuff because I come straight from work to there and then I come home. Yeah. So I was carrying my like my purse and my lunchbox and my coffee cup and like my phone. And I'm walking to my head, like, to the house. Oh, jeez. That scared me. That scared me. Okay, so we got scared because the pizza got delivered and they knocked on the front door and nobody knocks on my front door. So I got really scared after I was talking. So back to my story. Whenever I was walking, okay, so this happened because you weren't here. Um, like back in like February, March, um, and I heard something really scary. It was right after I got home from Grandma and Pappy's house, mm-hmm. and I was walking from my car to to my house. You know, like the distance from there. And whenever I was walking to my like house, I was probably like in the middle. Not really. I was like more closer to my car than I was to my house. And then I hear a really loud whistling, and it's pitch black. It's pitch black. I hear whistling. There's nobody outside. My neighbors across over there were not outside. My neighbors over here were not outside. There's there's nobody that lives next to us. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> and then I hear it again. And I'm like, and I'm just like, it's pitch black. Like I don't think the porch light was on. I might have, but it was scary. So I literally just run straight to the house. I open the door really quickly and I shut it and I lock it. And Jeremy's like, what's going on? I was like, I heard whistling. I think it was a skinwalker. And he was like, what? <laughs> It's like it was probably just somebody outside. Like it was sounded like it was literally right next to me. So how can it be like, you know? So I was like so scared, and he was like, "You're crazy." And then he went outside. He was like, "There's nothing out there." I was like, "Yeah, there now. There's nothing out there." I was like, "You don't know." Like I was so scared. Now I don't want to go. I won't go outside by myself at night. Especially at night. Like I was just like, no, it was not fun. I was like, that was scary. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about Hmm. was that period of time last year. All night long, my ring camera kept going off every 30 minutes with weird Orby things on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to summarize that story, not, like, my mother-in-law passed away a year ago, and she got married in May, the year before she died. So, that's important to the story because this all happened, like, the end of April early beginning of May sometime and we thought it was her um so there was one night where we're laying in bed and we honestly had no idea it was even happening until we checked it the next day (laughs) so all night long I woke up that morning with like I don't know 50 or some notifications from my ring camera um, but all night long, starting at like, I want to say it was like 1030-ish. Yeah. Whenever you showed, night. whenever you showed me, it started at like, it was like 10, 1030. Yeah, between 10 and 1030 at night. And the first two were like 45 minutes apart. But then after those, when I hit like 11 o'clock, every 30 minutes, 
my ring camera was going off and it was catching the weirdest stuff like I know what bugs look like Mm-hmm. on my ring camera. I've caught bugs before. I've had a freaking stink bug make my door ring camera go off before. These were not bugs. They were orbs, like, they were doing, like, the, um, phantom effect. Like, mm-hmm. you could see them, like... Almost giving off, like, a tail, like, if you were to see, yeah. like, a comet. Yeah. But it was, like, what's that called? Astro... Astro imaging or whatever? Mm-hmm. Where it was, like... You can see it projecting itself. It was really weird. They were they this these were not bugs. <laughs> yeah. But they would be like coming from one side of my porch, it would disappear halfway through, and then you'd see it reappear at the other end of the porch. It was Back the weirdest stuff. Which was crazy because when my mother in law would come over, she spent a lot of time on our porch. We have a porch swing. Mm-hmm. And her and her husband would sit on the porch swing and we would all talk. So towards the end of the clips they had a lot of activity by the porch swing (laughs) so there would be little blotches of light or orbs almost like it was sitting on the porch swing Mm -hmm. so my husband who is a firm non-believer of paranormal stuff after i showed him some of these clips he was like oh my god he's like that could be mom i was like right (laughs) so then needless to say it killed the battery on the ring camera so we took it down we had to charge it, and then when I put it up the following night, put it back in, I'm laying in bed, just go to check my camera to make sure it's working, like the battery's good. I turn it on and go live, and there was a, like, it looked like a face, but you couldn't see the face. It was like a, a not like a, um, what are they called? Silhouette. It wasn't a silhouette, but it was like of light. So it was like a light silhouette. And it looked like they turned, looked at the camera, and then backed away. Mm -hmm. But the crazy part is, that's a wall there. Like, there's no way there could have been a person standing there. There's a wall there. So... Just just to add to the um, intriguing nature of it, right next to their ring camera is a set of stairs. So, like, this person would have, like, whoever, like, whatever was there would have possibly been falling down the stairs if they actually were to have backed away from the camera like if a they would have was actually standing there they, they would have fell down, down the stairs, stairs. Yeah. yeah so there was there was no physical way that somebody was standing there yeah nor was it a bug because it had it looked like a ring of light it, yeah it, it it wasn't wings it wasn't anything like bug related it was definitely just like this like blob of light and that's that like the only around the corner yeah. and went back, but there's no corner there. It's it's a wall. It's a wall. So and a set of stairs. At this time, I'm laying in bed, <laughs> getting ready to go to sleep. Well, not no more. <laughs> not after that. No, <laughs> I was up for the next two hours. After that, I was like, I don't want to go downstairs. <laughs> and now my bladder's like, you have to pee. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if there's a way to, like, show video. I think I could, um... I could probably post a video with a picture, but that's if you're okay with it, because it's going to show, like, your house and, like, your porch. It would just show the porch. It's yeah, not going to show a location. It's not going to show any, like, okay. anything that gives yeah, away I could, anything. Yeah, I could post it so people can see it. I just want to show that one clip of, like, the peeking. 
which is, it's like not even, it's like a 10 second clip, it's not anything mm -hmm. super long, and it's only going to show my backyard, which is a bunch of trees. Go ahead, good luck finding them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I remember that, because then, um, I remember you showing it to me, and... I think that was, like, the last time you checked your ring camera for a while. Like, you yeah. didn't check your camera after that. Not at night. <laughs> and the weirdest thing is, is it's been, like, what, like, a year or so now, and it has not happened since. So no. there's no explanation for why We've this had, did this. We had that camera for a good two to three years before that happened, and nothing has happened like that since. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what was so special about that date that his mom had to come say hi because <laughs> i firmly believe that that was his mom yeah. coming to say hi <laughs> yeah she was trying to get our attention <laughs> for something for something who knows what it was yeah okay oh i accidentally pressed go so we're gonna go <laughs> who wants to read the next one the walking dead shirt me okay <laughs> um just as a just as a preface i uh i screw words up when i read out loud so sorry Okay. <laughs> I stutter, so we're all good here. Okay, um, no judgment, right? So, this one is titled The Walking Dead. I'm a psychiatric nurse, and early in my career, I worked at a residential mental health facility. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> one of our residents was an elective mute, which means that he wouldn't, didn't, couldn't talk. But there were no medical reasons as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and, in fact, seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. He'd been raised in the Deep South and joined military when he was 19, but one night he vanished. He was declared AWOL, and eventually he was declared missing and dead. I thought, okay, so I immediately thought of Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> because he, then he vanished. <laughs> Everything changed when the, the Fire, Fire Nation, Nation attacks. Attack. Sorry. Okay. Carry on. All right. Where my mind goes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it says, 10 years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked into the VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, my name is Marion Ducheny, not the real name, and I've been dead for 10 years. Those were the last, for, last words he's ever spoke. He was covered with dust, and he was wearing the same clothes he'd been reported to have been wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used, and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, I guess via fing fingerprints? The family was notified, but they said he had already grieved, they had already grieved their lost man, and whoever, whomever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again. Well, I mean, it's fair. Yeah, fair. Marion paced all day, every day, moving his mouth and looked like talking or muttering, but no sound ever came out. He had an, an unnerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he were laughing heartedly, but not even a breath could be heard. If I talked to him, he appeared to listen, periodically throwing his head back in that laughter-mimicking way of his. Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him, either posi positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing, because Marion would just grin, and unless told to stay put, he'd get up and start pacing again. On my last day at the job, the last thing I saw was Marion pacing in the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later, I wondered if all along I'd be dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. 
That's spooky. No, thank you. <laughs> That's crazy. My question is, is did anybody else ever see this guy? Or was mm -hmm. it just that person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Because I've seen on other, like, paranormal shows and stuff, um, there was a guy working at another hospital-type setting, and he was a security guard. And he, um was sitting there and it shows on camera him talking to somebody oh i've seen that uh-huh and like you can kind of see something on video but he says he saw a person talking to him and like it's just like creepy <laughs> was it the same one where that person was like watching the security camera and they were like hey they were talking like over the radio like who are you talking to and he was like oh i'm talking to so-and-so she's like what do you mean there's nobody there and then he mm. just looks up at the camera and runs is yeah. that the same one uh -huh. i don't think i saw that i've seen a couple like that oh yeah. no i haven't seen that and then i've seen there was another one it was kind of like the same thing it was a guy just at the hospital at night and like the um automatic doors opened like somebody was coming in but nobody was there mm. and he was like hello like is anyone there and then the doors would open again and then shut again he's like okay bye <laughs> like, that's scary i mean then, in that instance you just kind of have to do like you have to kind of cope with it like by humor yeah, he's just like all right and he said it would happen like periodically like once every couple days or once a week or something like that mm. and he just got used to greeting this person <gasps> who would just come visit him and he was just like what's up it just became a daily routine for him at that point but it's just like it wouldn't happen to anybody else except for that one guard it's mm. interesting mm -hmm. do you want to read it or do you want me to read it you can read it okay it's kind of long oh yay it's like a long one. <laughs> unless you wanted to pick a different one there's more no, it's, it's not, not long. long it's about the same as what i did yeah i'll read this one okay this one's called the unrest stop so I'm assuming it has something to do with driving. And yes, I was right. So I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well rested, still and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break. So we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station as well as a small green car, gray car, parked at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. Mm. We had been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us, and the two men had not moved at all. Not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there, still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out to the car, when they got, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies, and I swear to... Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, you can swear. Okay. I'm just reading what the story says. I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty. Truly empty. Not black, not reflecting any light at all. Just a void. 
Ooh. <laughs> I'd be driving really fast out of there. Um, we sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map that we had. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station out on that stretch of road and got only confused looks. We've traveled on that interstate since, and there was no rest stop. Oh. Wow. Chills. <laughs> yeah, that gave me goosebumps too. That's like some Silent Hill shit there. <laughs> right? Like, oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm never driving at night again. <laughs> I don't like driving at night to begin with. I don't like driving at night either, and it's just like so scary when you drive at night because you don't know what you're going to see. Yeah. I get scared. Especially when you're driving at night on like back roads where it's just like woods and stuff like that you're expecting like texas t- chainsaw oh, you mean the way i gotta go home thanks for that <laughs> oh you're welcome yeah. <laughs> it's okay you're in a car if you see anything just run it over <laughs> yeah, i have insurance <laughs> that's what it's for <laughs> oh okay it came for us in the graveyard this one sounds good okay so it came for us in the graveyard we were driving my friend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just like I explained her. We're like sardines right here. <laughs> Good thing we like each other. Okay. So we were driving my friend's really old beat up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone. I need to move this because I can't really see it. <laughs> there was somebody sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact that it looked like a man who was wearing some old style top hat. We stupidly waved and shouted hi. Never do that. Yeah, yeah, that's your first reaction. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water, and then vanished into thin air about halfway on the pond. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> my friends and i screamed and ran back to the car yeah yeah <laughs> the car wouldn't start and we heard something banging on the back of the car it wasn't a constant bang but every few seconds or so we'd hear it nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark but something was making a noise on the car i opened my phone and started dialing my mom to give us some give us to come give us a boost but I had no service. None of us had any cell service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get her car started. No banging was heard afterwards. We felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit the pedal to the metal. We sped out of the graveyard so fast, immediately crossing the gates. All of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there and it was not an animal or, hu- or a human. Oh, you would say. <laughs> I've seen paranormal shows that explain that kind of stuff where they would get like stopped in like a it was either like a graveyard or like um, a road off the beaten path kind of thing and that same kind of scenario would happen Mm -hmm. where like they would all of a sudden the car would stop Mm -hmm. the battery wouldn't go their phones wouldn't work the car would even fog up for no reason like all this weird stuff would happen and then just as quickly as it all happened everything go back to normal and they're like why is my car started now like it's like the weirdest thing like something didn't want them there and was telling them to leave yes i'll do there's one here it's called hell hath no fury like a woman scorned this one's bound to be good it's a short one so it shouldn't be too long since after we moved into our home we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband she hated men 
My dad would wake up with the scratches all over himself, and whenever my brother was mean to my sister or sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. One day, my brother hurt our sister. He hit her with something. When he woke up later that night, he had a horrible bloody nose. <laughs> the day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arm trying out a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if it wasn't our last night in that house. Yeah, probably could have used more detail. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, eh. but that reminds me of stories about the apartment we lived in. Oh yeah, we could tell those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not upset with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there was one of the places we lived in. It I was about it, but yeah. okay. So it was apartment above a little studio, like a dance studio and a store, and I always liked it because it was like a maze up there it was so cool and when we would lock up at night it was like fort knox um but i swear with my entire being that place was haunted oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. it had one of those old timey doorbells where it was like the chimes attached to a wire and it would go all the way down to the doorbell but it wasn't connected anymore so it shouldn't be working but that thing would ding all the time Mm -hmm. um you would hear like the chimes just tinking together like somebody walked past it but we know nobody was over there Mm -hmm. and you would just hear things walking up and down the hallway like all night long and we lived there for a good period of time it was like four years yeah it was a good period of time um and so we would get used to like everyone else's footsteps Mm -hmm. like somebody walked down the hall and be like oh that's my dad or that's my mom, or hey, that's Carissa. Like, we knew who was who. This is little yeah, because she was little. <laughs> um, I was like, what, like four? You were very small. I was like three or four. Uh-huh. You were little when, when we lived there. Yeah. Um, But, like, me and... You can say <laughs> names if you're a Okay. I don't care. Yeah, I've said your names before, so. Okay. So. <laughs> In the other spooky stories, I said your names. <laughs> me and Joss, we had our rooms right next to each other by a bathroom. Like, it was in between our bedrooms. So, we were on the one end of the hallway, and my parents' room were on the other end of, like, the L-shaped hallway. So, we would hear all the footsteps. And... There was one night, I wasn't actually there for this one. I was told about it by my aunt who slept in my bed that night. I was at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. But, um, so she slept in my room and she was, woke up in the middle of the night because she heard footsteps and then the footsteps sounded like they were coming into the room. So she woke up and she looked up and she saw like feet by the by the door, like like uh. Was it outside the door? No, it was like she could swear it was inside, mm-hmm. but all she saw was like the bottom because she didn't want to look up. <laughs> and no she, blamer. She saw like feet, like someone's feet. I think it was like boots or something, but it was like a dark silhouetted figure. Figure, like the bottom of their feet. And she didn't want to look up. But then the feet started moving towards her. Like, it started walking towards her. So she grabbed the blanket and, like, covered her head. Now, this lady is, like, 40-some years old, okay? No, she wasn't 40 at that time. Yes, she was. Nuh-uh. And Kelly wasn't. Okay. Maybe 
maybe mid 30s yeah she was like okay. 30 because yeah, because full-grown adult, okay. Our mom was 30 when she had me, so if I was four, they were probably, like, 34. Okay, so, yeah, she was mid-30s. Yeah, we were, like, 14, so. Okay. Yeah. But still, grown adult. Yeah, so she covered her head with this blanket and was waiting for the footsteps to stop, and when they stopped, she gave it a couple more minutes and then pulled the blanket back off of her head, and it was gone. But there was no door opening, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Because when I would be in that room, like, nothing ever like that happened to me, per se. But when I was in that room, I actually ended up switching my desk around. Because I had my desk with my back against the window. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that. Because I always felt like somebody was watching me. Even though it was impossible for somebody to be watching me out that window. Because the only thing outside that window was the roof of the, like, the corner corner store store. that was there. Mm -hmm. So unless they were on the roof of the store, like, there shouldn't be anybody there. So I switched my desk around, but I still felt like somebody was always watching me. Mm-hmm. And it was just oh, I eerie. I have that feeling all the time. Yeah. No matter where I am, no matter, like, if I'm here, if I'm at work, I have that feeling all the time. Yeah. I used to have that feeling all the time when we lived at that apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with our rooms being so close. I Like, it was all constant. But it got to the point where I ended up getting so used to it that I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever, it's fine. Um, but along with the chimes in the hallway that would go off all the time, they had this these old um, closet doors that were on, like, the hinges, too, where they weren't connected at the bottom. They just slid. Well, they, they weren't connected at the bottom because they were broken. Well, that, <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> but they would clink together, too, if you walked past them too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would clink all the time as well, even though it was, like, the dead of night and nobody else was awake. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Things like that happened all the time, or, I don't know, just the constant, like, being watched. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, like, menacing. I didn't feel threatened by it. No, yeah, it was, yeah, whatever it was wasn't very menacing. Like, it was kind of like we got to the point where, like, we, like, coexisted with it. It but felt I, more protective than anything. Yeah, Just but like I never was woken up by the water heater or yeah. the I told that story. The last okay. Episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there there were times where like it was almost constant. We were always feeling like somebody was watching us. And there was one time go, going off of that same kind of notion that you were talking about about somebody walking into a room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you told the story or not yet about the guy that... I vaguely did, but I didn't say any details, so you can say it. Okay. So, kind of going off of what my sister said about the the guy coming into the room with our aunt, my room was across the hall, like literally right across, and there was one night where I always had to sleep with my door open, cracked open a little bit, and the hallway light on, so the light shined into my room. Because I was terrified to sleep in the dark. Um, And there was one night where I heard the footsteps. Like every night, you know. We would hear the footsteps almost every night. And I'm like, okay, fine, you know, whatever. And this time, it was different. So I'm like, okay, why did it stop? And it stopped, like, right, like, in front of my doorway. And the way my room was set up, like, my, my bed was against the wall. Like, as if it were, like against the hallway wall like you know and my room had like a little inset because my room was against where the closets were so when you walk into my room it was like a I don't know 
three, two or three foot, like, mm-hmm. little kind of hallway, if you, if you will. And I f- heard something kind of take two steps into my room. And then all of a sudden, I see no actual features, but a figure, like an all black kind of like one of those, like, what do they call them? Like shadow people. Mm-hmm. It was like a shadow person figure. And it looks like it peeks into my room. And if it had eyes, it would have looked right at me. Mm-hmm. And like, I technically made like, quote unquote, eye contact with it for like 15 seconds. And then it clicked in my brain going, oh, my God. And <laughs> and I took my blanket like any like any rational human would do. Took my blanket and threw it over my head and waited, waited for it to walk away. Did you hear it walk away? No. Oh. <laughs> I literally... I literally just waited and then I was like I want to check now and like maybe like a minute went by I couldn't tell my heart was beating so fast I I, I couldn't tell how long like actually how long had passed but when I took the blankets from my face and I looked back out it was gone but like like we said it was never malicious or anything I feel like it was just like hey you good all right cool and like walked away but I'm like the way it looked Mm -hmm. it definitely looked like a shadow person like there was no actual features what like so i want to know if the the person because whenever i saw the person i saw the actual person like every detail like an actual person i didn't see a shadow person Mm -hmm. i wonder if it was the same person that like you've got like you saw and like aunt Aunt kelly saw Mm -hmm. even though it was like it was black the features because we were older that's what I was... That's, Children are more perceptive. That's what I was thinking, because, like, what What if that's the reason why I saw everything, but then, like, you guys only saw, only a, shadow. saw a shadow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if it was the same person? It could have been the same person. It could have been, because, like, didn't you say he was, like, an older guy? Yeah, I don't know, because, like, I can't remember exactly what he looks like now, but he would stand in the doorway just like he did with you mm-hmm. and with Aunt Kelly. He literally just stood in the doorway. It's yeah. almost like he was checking watching. Us. Yeah. yeah, like he was yeah. just, just like, like, hey, you good? All right. And gives then me like happy vibes. Like I'm just checking on you. You good? All right. Yeah. Like, like I feel like I feel like that's kind of how that place was. Like mm-hmm. it was always, it always felt more protective mm-hmm. than it was actually scary. I mean, obviously it's going to be scary for anybody seeing a random figure that shouldn't be in your house when you're like 13. Yeah. yeah. But at the same token, like, it got to the point we got so used to it. We're like, oh, hey, Bob, what's up? You know, like, it it, it was just you know cool. I want to look up, like, I don't think you could, but I want to look up, like, the history on that, that house. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to. We should try to find it. Because, like, that would probably answer a lot of mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. I drive past that house every so often and go, and I wonder if they're still in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do, too. Yeah. I drive past it, and I'm like... I want to go in there. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Can I just check the place like, out? I used to live here. Can I just walk through your house at night? <laughs> Not we, weird. Can we do like an EVP session in your living room? Uh, <laughs> we have done, um, we did seances in my... Yeah, they weren't proper seances, so we probably we, let some of that stuff in. We used a cardboard one. Like a Ouija board? Or yeah, yeah like, we okay. we made we made a cardboard Ouija board. I, I don't recommend it. Paper, so. yeah. yeah, I don't recommend it. And if you are well, going to make your own Ouija board and or use a Ouija board, make sure you close the portal. Also, don't let your friend ask where are you sitting. 
Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? And it started pointing. We were like, fuck that. No. Then we all let go. Or just don't do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's we a better were, idea. <laughs> we were 12. <laughs> and we thought it'd be a fun thing to it's do. It's okay. I was 12 whenever I did it too, so. <laughs> Not to mention it was during a Halloween party. We yeah. thought it was the cool thing to do, so. Yeah, until our friend was like, where, where are, are you sitting? sitting? And it starts to point, like, in between her and somebody else. We're like, no, nope, we're done. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, like the dumb kids we were, we didn't know how to close it. Apparently, you're supposed to close the portal. Yeah, we didn't do that. We just no. kind of ran and left it. Look, you just scared me. I know. <laughs> her dog. <laughs> He just made this like really loud like um whining, whining sound because he wants to be down here with me, but he's really loud, so I have him upstairs. And he just he's whined right after she said that, and it kind of scared me. <laughs> That's what we get for telling telling spoopy stories at night. At, at night. night. <laughs> I burnt my head. At, at night. night. <laughs> and there's our SpongeBob reference for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have one at least once a day. <laughs> so we had a Supernatural reference, we had an Avatar's Airbender reference, and then we had a Spongebob reference. <laughs> we got the, the 90s trio going on here. Well, Supernatural was like 2005. Well, yeah. Until 2015. Millennial. We'll Millennial. Just say Millennial. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm a Gen Z, I feel like I'm more millennial. <laughs> well, yeah, you grew up with us, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't relate to them Gen Zers. <laughs> yeah. Peasants. <No. laughs> I'm not trying to like be mean. I'm just trying to make a joke. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> but yeah. So. <sighs> okay. That's so. probably my favorite place that we ever lived though. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. I didn't even care. If we could just it. take that house and move it Cut to it another off plot of, of land. the building. Yeah. And just put it somewhere else. Yeah. I also got creepy vibes and. And I was about to say the address in the last house we lived in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, w- I did, too. I hated going to the bathroom at night. I would literally run. Pee you mean as- the house we w- whenever we were in high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would pee as fast as I could and then run my happy house right back to my room and lock the door. I didn't like being in your room. Really? I did not like being in your room. I felt so creeped out in there. I mean... I didn't particularly care for my room, but it, I was always just thought it was because I was terrified of the dark and I just kept my TV on, so. I'm not terrified of the dark. I sleep in pitch dark. But in that house, I didn't like the dark. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the basement of that house. If oh, no, we had to wash like clothes, I, wa- I would throw clothes in the washer so fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I would book it up the stairs. But I didn't like to be in the kitchen by myself. I always felt like somebody was well, Let me tell you, know. you real quick before we like end for the night. Okay. When me and Dave lived there after everyone else moved out mm-hmm. for a short period of time. Now, my husband is not. He doesn't believe in this stuff at all. Neither does Jeremy. Recently, he started looking more into it. But back then, when we lived there, um, he didn't believe in it at all. But he said he was up one night in the middle of the night he was going in the bathroom which the bathroom in that house was like off the kitchen no off the dining room so you had to walk down the stairs through like a hallway and then through the dining room to get to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and then when you came out of the bathroom you saw dining room and then you saw the hallway 
he was coming out of the bathroom and he was standing like in front of the dining room table and he saw a figure standing in the hallway and he just like sat there and was like what do i do <laughs> like what do i do <laughs> there's there's somebody there so he went to turn around to like go back in the bathroom to grab like i don't know a plunger or something <laughs> I don't know what he was going to use to defend himself. He said he went to turn around to find something, and then when he turned back around, it was gone. <laughs> and he was like, alright, and he just walked back down the hallway where it just was, came back into the room with me, and went back to sleep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, if that was me, I would not be sleeping. I was just about to say, like, if that was me, I would not be sleeping, I'd be wide And he didn't tell me this till years later. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have just, like, shit myself. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have shat my pants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I always felt like I was being watched in that house all the time, and I always had bad dreams. You're right. And it's, like, the other house, the pleasant one, the the nice haunting. Mm -hmm. I didn't get those vibes, but I did get, like, not friendly vibes at the other Mm -hmm. house. I mean... The only place I didn't get friendly vibes was the basement. Yeah, but the ba- basement's scary for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Especially yeah, like, when I just always felt like I was being watched, and I all I always had bad dreams whenever we lived there. Mm-hmm. I had this really bad dream of Kira that I still remember to this day, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't have that dream ever again, but I remember it. And I was like in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why do I still remember that? Like years later. That's okay. Yeah. I think we all have those kinds of dreams. I had a dream that was, like, I can remember it to this day of how mangled my best friend was in this dream. That's like, how Kira was in this dream. I don't ever want, like, I mean, I can still see every detail of it, and it's yeah. it's freaky. And, like, I remember- or how about the one time you woke me up out of a dead sleep after you saw a commercial for The Grudge? Or did you watch The Ring or something like that? I didn't watch The Ring. You no. didn't watch The Ring, no. but you subconsciously knew about it, so you had a dream and you came and woke me up out of a dead sleep. It was because, the same dream. Oh. Yeah. And uh, so then I had to get woken up, too. Yeah. Because you were scared. Well, that's kind of like what happened, because whenever I had that dream about Kira, because we shared a room at the time, I ran to our, our parents' room, I woke up our mom, and I was like, wake up, wake up. I was like crying. I was like, I had a bad dream about Kira. I was like, please wake up. And she was like, what? <laughs> She's like, go back to bed. So then I went back in the room and I was trying to go back to sleep and I looked at Kira and I was like, Kira, wake up. I was like shaking her like vigorously. She woke up. She's like, what? And I was like, I had a bad dream about you. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she felt bad. <laughs> I did not feel bad. <laughs> yeah, she was not very happy. But you woke me up out of that. It's hard for me to sleep as it is. So when yeah. you wake me up out of a sleep, I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> but you died in my dream. <laughs> I wasn't dead in real life. I was sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. I had to make sure. <laughs> exactly what happened with Kira, though. I had to make sure. I, I couldn't. Like, I mean, it was like the middle of the night. I wasn't quite awake yet. I had to make sure I wasn't dreaming anymore. And then the house that we lived before that that burned down, a dream that I was being chased by like a killer. And then I ran into the kitchen and I hid behind the fridge and he came in with a hatchet and he started killing me. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that dream, too. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like the house, either. <laughs> Where else you did like? <laughs> the first one. <laughs> the one with the nice ghosties. To be fair, the one that you're talking about 
that burned down. I didn't like that house either, but that was because the entire house was on a tilt. Yeah. So yeah. it just, the whole time it was just uneasy because the whole thing was, the foundation must have been bad or something because the whole house was on a tilt. Mm-hmm. So it was just uneasy from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to cook anything in the kitchen was awful. I mean, I like the, the above the store and I like the house I live in currently, even though the house I live in currently I know is haunted because it was like built like a hundred years ago. It was, it was built in 1910 and I always have the feeling of being watched, but it's not like the bad feeling. It's just like a feeling of just somebody like just being there. Like, the same kind of situation yeah. where it's, like, a coexistence kind yeah. of thing where it's, like, hey, what's up? But sometimes when I shower, I overthink things, and then I get really scared, and I feel like somebody's, like, watching me, and then I get, like, really scared. <laughs> so I let Ratchet, my cat, <laughs> into the bathroom with me. He sits on the toilet, so it makes me feel better. <laughs> There's your uh, emotional support cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your bathroom, buddy. <laughs> need a white noise machine <laughs> <laughs> it's just when i shower sometimes especially like if i like just watched a scary movie or if i was like looking at something scary like on tiktok or something because i get like scary videos sometimes like paranormally ones mm-hmm. and then i'll be like okay i have to go get a shower and it's like it's normally only on the weekends because i get a shower like really late i get a shower at, like 11 mm-hmm. so like it's already late and it's like pitch black outside <laughs> so i'm just like and i get scared and i'm like some like you know how like uh, i don't know if you ever watched the one episode of supernatural but the one lady was like in a bath and she got pulled into the water no i didn't see that but one. she got pulled into the water so i'm like what if i get pulled in the drain from like something spooky <laughs> You know what I remember? I don't know what I said, but okay. You know what I remember? I don't know if anyone's ever actually watched The Grudge here. No. 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 I want to. Oh, it, it messed me up for weeks. I, I mean, pe- most people now probably think it's dumb, but I watched it when it first came out. I was in high school, and we lived in that haunted house, okay? So I had experiences. But there's one scene in that movie that if anybody has actually seen it, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a woman, and she's like, I think it's the main character, the main girl. (gasps) There's a girl, the main character. I'm pretty sure it was Sarah Michelle Geller who played her. Oh, Buffy. Yes. Buffy. Yeah. Um, she plays uh, the main character. uh, Yeah. She plays the main character in this movie, and there's a part in the movie. I don't know if it's like somewhere towards the middle or whatever, but she's getting a shower, and every time there's a shower scene in a scary movie, you know something's gonna happen. But anyone who's seen the movie knows this scene. And after I watched this scene, and after I watched the movie, I mean, I couldn't sleep straight. Like, I could not sleep for weeks. Like, it messed me up so bad. Um, But for a while, and, like, every so often, even now, like, I'll be getting a shower, and I'm like, is there a hand back there? No? Okay. Like, because in the movie, the hand just comes out of nowhere, and she's like, oh, my God! And then it's gone. And you're like, okay, that was weird. But, like, see, I only remember that from the trailer for the movie. I've never even watched the movie, and it still freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the one kind of, like, shower thought that I have, like, whenever I'm, like, especially at night, like, you know, you know, spooky seasons coming and, you know, scary movies and stuff. And, like, you have intrusive thoughts, and that's one of my intrusive thoughts when I get a shower. I'm always, like, is there going to be, like, a hand that comes out of the back of my head or, like, (laughs) you know, is the girl from the ring going to come after me at night? Like, you know, it's stuff like but that. But with me, it's only whenever I'm in the bathroom, like, in the shower. If I have the door open, I'm fine. But oh, like, see, I can't have doors open. But I shut the door because I like to have the steam get out because I don't want to be in the house. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, I don't know, it's just so weird. Yeah. I ended up, like, I have a walk-in closet in my bedroom, and the door ended up breaking, and I got mad, so I ripped it off because I couldn't get it back on track. 
And then I was like, I fucked up. <laughs> I need a door on this closet because I can't. Put a for right now. I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, there needs to be a door on this closet. I can't not have something covering this mm-hmm. hole in the wall. Like, so then I had that day, the same day that I broke the door. I went to Dollar General and bought, like, a curtain rod and curtains to put up. Because I'm like, I'm not sleeping tonight unless that is covered. <laughs> and I was like, I still need, I still have the curtain up. I still need to get a new door, but it is covered. It's on the list. Yeah, it is covered as of right now because I cannot sleep unless there is something there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see the, the void. cavity that is my closet. Like <laughs> I also, like, really quick... I get scared whenever I turn all the lights down here off, like in the downstairs, and then and then you run up the stairs. You like book it because you get so scared, and you feel like somebody's gonna like drag you down the stairs. I get you gotta race up up the stairs. Reminds me of that like one Facebook post I saw where it's like, "Don't look for me in the clouds. I'm gonna be the one chasing you up the stairs when you shut the lights off." Oh no, (laughs) no! (laughs) And I was like, "Please don't." Please don't. I'd rather you be in the clouds. Well, that that's, scared me. That's me every night when we go to bed. I have to have my husband be behind me, and he has to be the last person to turn the light off, because I'm like, I ain't doing that. Uh, grown-ass adult here, okay? That's why now <laughs> what I do is I turn off the light in here, and then I run out, and then I go into the kitchen, and then Jeremy's normally letting the dogs outside for, like, the end of the night like going to the bathroom and stuff and then he feeds them and then i go upstairs before him so he has to turn the light off that's when you're like i'm going to bed now good night and then i'll go upstairs i'll brush my teeth and everything then i'll be laying in bed and i'm like okay i'm not comfy because you're safe once you reach the bed yeah once you reach the bed you're safe you're good especially if your feet are covered (laughs) don't hang your foot off I can't do that. Uh-huh. I did that. I tried to do that one time. It was so hot in my room because I don't have AC right now in my house. And we turned the AC on upstairs, like the window unit on, too late. And we were trying to sleep. And I was like, it's too hot. And I tried to hang the leg over. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Gotta keep that under covers because... Well, not only will I get, like, touched by, like, whatever's living underneath my bed like a monster, my cat will also attack me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ratchet, ratchet will just bite you or, like, just attack then all your intrusive thoughts really do set in because then you're then you're like okay that is the boogeyman getting or me or is that and... my cat? <laughs> See, I wouldn't even think I don't even own a cat at that point. <laughs> it's like I forget that I have four animals. <laughs> no, it's the boogeyman. Sure, it's not the cat. I don't have animals, a cat. It's the boogeyman. Nope, it's the boogeyman. <laughs> nope, it's the boogeyman. I don't have cats. What are you talking about? Okay, I guess it's been an hour now, so <laughs> with multiple stops. <laughs> We start at like seven. It's now nine thirty. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so you know where to. You don't know where to find us. Um, <laughs> you can find us on TikTok, um, Instagram, Facebook at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. Um, you can email us your stories, any spooky stories you have, at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast at gmail dot com, or post them on our Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> I'm, we're all sober. <laughs> I'm unhinged. <laughs> See what I mean? I get so like slap happy. I don't know why. Well, it's because we came off of work and then decided to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that's probably why. <laughs> but you can find us on Reddit um, at whatever thingy dreadfully twisted pod because I don't know how to use Reddit. But <laughs> it's like this r slash slash dreadfully twisted pod. Um, you can listen on Spotify, Pandora, almost anywhere you can get podcasts and on YouTube. So please go follow us on there. Thank you. And uh, I normally say like positivity stuff at the end. So <laughs> hopefully next time it'll be with Krista and Maddie. But you know, I don't special guests this week. I don't know if she's gonna be back next week or not because she has she's sick with COVID. So she just found out on Monday. So you don't so think. so I probably won't see her till like two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So next week I probably be doing a solo one. Unless somebody wants to be here for true crime. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably her. I like true crime. (laughs) Okay. It might be a true crime one. Um, I have a couple stories, but that I'm working on. Um, But anyway, uh, stay positive. Uh, Be there for your friends and spread love and positivity. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.